Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Frontline podcast on servant leadership in a nutshell. I'm Pastor Chavez. I'm Brother Jesse Pena. <clears throat> We're excited to be back this week. Um, we've got, I think, a really great topic. Um, yeah. Something we all need to really consider, um, something we all really need to learn about, uh, and a very important piece of living for God, being in life, um, and serving others. And that is, how do we serve a backslider? Man, yeah, this is uh, something that, you know, for many of people, it'll probably be close to home. Either you, I mean, know someone that's backslidden or a backslider yourself, and I'm really kind of excited to break this down. I know we we were kind of talking, discussing, maybe doing two episodes on this and it, it's just good to, to kind of talk about, get it out there. And, um, cause this yeah. is something that, um, we face every day in the church, you know, um, and there's a lot of opinions about it. There's a lot of opinions about how we treat backsliders when they come home. Um, and some people are very strong about their opinions. Uh, but I think that first we need to erase that phrase. How do I treat a backslider when they come home? We have to get rid of that phrase. How do I serve a backslider? Amen, yes. How do I serve a backslider is a big deal. Um, <clears throat> I think not, it changes the mentality of you know, the person yes. that has stayed there, stayed faithful to God. Right. And But it changes your mentality and outlook on how we look at people who are backslidden. Right. Um, it, it is. It, you know what? It changes your entire vision about it. It really does. Versus how do I treat someone or how do I serve them? Um, if you can really change your thought process into a position of servant leadership, then um, you can really restore a lot of people if you learn how to serve them instead of how to treat them. Um, sometimes a backslider, I think, doesn't want to be treated any one specific way. They just they want to come home and be home. Amen, yeah. Um, and uh, for them to get that feeling, we're going to have to serve them and not treat them. So how can we open this topic up without centering it around the prodigal son. I don't know a better way to do that. That is uh, that is such a big deal. Um, the prodigal son, that, that passage, it spans such a wide, uh, I don't know the right word to use, but it, it spans a lot, the prodigal son. So let's, let's read it, Luke chapter number 15. Um, <clears throat> And then we're going to try to break it down in this episode on how do we serve a backslider. Luke chapter number 15 and starting at verse number 11, it says, And he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance on riotous living. And so first we have that act of backsliding. Right. Something happened and gotten into that person's heart, um, uh, into the son's heart that said, I want to go. 
can I say the first thing um, in our podcast this today on how to serve a backslider is if you're in the church, it's not your position to find out what happened, mm. right? If you're a saint or you're a leader in the church, it's not your position to find out why did they leave. Um, it, it's not it's not your place. It's your place to create an atmosphere that that backslider can be served and come home and feel like I, I belong here. I belong here. I'm a part of this. Um, too many people, I think, at times outside of the pastor, of course, it's the pastor's business to know why what went wrong and why they left and, and, and welcoming them, welcoming them home. But too many people outside of that, um, begin to, uh, uh, try to find out why the person left. And if they come home, you know, what went, what was going on? What did they, they do all day? What are they going to bring back? Yeah. What kind of baggage are they going to bring back? You got to stay away from that. You got to stay away from that. When you're discipling a new convert and you invite them over to dinner, um, you know, you invite them over to dinner to disciple them. You divide, you invite them over dinner to befriend them. You don't need to find out about all their baggage, about all their stuff. And I think backsliders need to be treated that same way is don't invite someone over a backslider over with the intent of trying to find out what went on in their life. Um, invite them over and just welcome them back into the flock. They're already going to struggle with a lot of feelings. They're going to struggle with a lot of emotions. They're already going to be very guarded um, within themselves. Yeah, too so, many people. I feel like they want to know uh, for you know, not for the you know, they just want to know. I mean, th- there's many times where there's probably people who want to know what to pray for, to pray and help out. Right. But I think um, that could get lost sometimes on some people where they just. They want to know, you know, yeah. they want to, uh, just for nosy sake, nosy person snake sake. I don't know, but, yeah. um, you know, we just, we should be thankful that we have a Bible that gives us, a, it has this example for it. It's just as riotous living, which is basically reckless and loose living. I mean, right. if anything within that realm they know. is probably what yep. the backslider left. And for. don't, don't talk to them and like, like you're trying to learn the adventure. Yeah. You know, let me, tell me, tell me the story about how, did you have fun? What you led? Did you have fun? <laughs> what was it? What did you do? What's your worst memory? Don't, you know, don't, don't get into that stuff. Serve them. Serve them. So if you get, get, get away from counseling them, serve them. If they need to be counseled, they can go to the pastor. Um, but serve them. If you can learn to figure out how to serve the backslider, we'll probably have a lot more come home and stay home. If we can learn how to serve them rather than interview them, rather than treat them, but serve them instead. It's a whole, it's a, totally different uh mind frame um so we'll keep reading and when he had spent all there rose a mighty famine in the land and he began to be in want um another big scripture is he began to be in want they're they're already going to have a lot of regrets they're going to become in want they're already going to have a lot of regrets don't be a part of helping them explain what their regrets are Instead, again, we're going to repeat this, I think, a lot today, and that is serve them. Learn how to serve them. And he would feign and have filled his belly. Let's see, we're going past verse 15. And he went and joined himself with a citizen of that country and sent him into the fields to feed swine. He would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. 
they're looking at home. The vast majority of all backsliders, while they're gone, I promise you, they're looking at home. They're looking back at the church. They're thinking about, man, that they, you know, my family or my friends, they're in service right now. And they've, you know, they, they feel better about themselves. And look at me. I'm not really accomplishing anything. All backsliders, um, go through that. You know, and I, I think of this verse on verse 15 when you read that and it says that he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and uh, that citizen sent him to the fields. You know, yeah. it's crazy because, I, I mean, he could have stayed home with his, his father and had, you know, not to say that he would be lazy and not work. I mean, say his dad put him in the fields and, and made right. him responsible. It's different the way this citizen sent him in the fields. And, and I was just thinking this right now that there's kind of going to be a transformation now you know, when we leave the safety of, of church, right? you know, the world's going to transform you. They're going to yep. have their impression on you because you're allowing it. You yep. know, you're leaving the church to, for that riotous living, as the Bible says, and, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to transform you into something that you weren't. And, right. and I, I, you know, I pray God's mercy on the, on these people, you know, on, on, on the backslider, of course, you, absolutely. but you, you are going to be affected by it. There's just, I mean, it's, it's in the Bible right there that he right. was sent to the field. So, right. No, that's, it, it's, it's the way it is the way it's going to happen. Um, it happens to anybody. And I did have myself personally, I had a time where I backslid. Mm-hmm. So I understand it. I understand it. And it wasn't a short time. It was a long time. Um, and so I, I understand that the world is going to abuse you and the world is going to use you. It's going to take advantage of you. And when you come back to the church, you don't need to repeat that story to every brother and sister that's in that church. That only further deepens the wound. It doesn't clean it out. Um, so those of you that are, that have backsliders in your church, you know, don't, don't put them in a position to have to explain what happened. Um, just accept them back into the fold, no matter what is going. There's no safer place in the world or a backslider than in the church. Man, yeah. So make them feel safe. Make them feel a part of it. Like, you know, you can make it as if they never left. You really can. It's just up to you. Jesus Christ forgives it. So we have to forgive it. Um, <clears throat> and so he's saying, I'm dying with hunger. I will rise and go to my father's house. And I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose, came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion on him and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against thee and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to be merry. There's a huge piece that sometimes we miss on this. And that's when this, when the son was by himself, he had this story that he was going to go through, son or father, I have sinned yeah. against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your servant. Make me one of your servants. He had this list yeah. that he was going to go through. And it's amazing that he gets ready to go down this list. He starts it and the father cuts him off. I know you've repented. I have. I know you've repented. You wouldn't be here. I can see it on you. Um, I, I see it on you. I know what's going on. So... He gives him 
that position to repent, which, and he, but he doesn't force him to go through the story. He doesn't force him to go through things that he doesn't want to go through, you know? Um, and in the midst of going through that, the, you know, the, the father stops it and basically just cuts him off and is like, Hey, let's not focus on all what you went through. Let's focus on the fact that you're my son and you're home and I'm going to love you and everybody's going to love you and we're going to party because you've come home and the sin that you have committed, you dealt with that. So God knows that that person's dealt with that. That's why they're back. Right. So let's treat them as if they've achieved forgiveness. Let's serve them in that manner. So make them a part of coming back home. Um, I have something I want to ask you off that thought, yeah, Pastor. Hold on to that because I do still want to talk about verse 21 because you, you hit the nail and, and, and I thought you were going there uh, and you touched on it. But it says, and the son said unto him, and, and he said everything that he was already planning to say. Right. You know, the, the thing about this is um, – I think when a backslider comes back to to church, right, like you were mentioning, they come back and they're they're back home, we will see in their – they kept their word, you know. Right. They'll hold on to things that they treasured as they were in church and they're coming back um, because it said that he was going to say these things, you know, to his dad. And he said everything that he planned on, like, when I get back, I'm going to say this, I'm going to do this. So it's no doubt in my mind, you know, I have not had experience in backsliding. Um, but, you know, just reading about this and seeing that, you know, this is maybe a thought process that a, that a backslider goes through and they're like, man, if I get back in church, I'm going to, I'm going to commit. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to do X, Y, yeah. and Z. And, and if, you know, we, and this is going to bring me to my question, how do we help someone realize if they're, say they're in, in their backslidden state, is there something a servant leader or anybody, right, can do to help them realize and see their situation? And and kind of is a two part question and help them come back. Yeah, so that's that's a really good question because I mean part of me, I guess as the preacher in me, wants to believe, you know, I can I can preach a message that'll bring every backslider home. Yeah. Right? The, that preacher in me, that pastor in me that sees a backslider believes that I can say what is right. But the truth of the matter is just like the prodigal son had to come to himself, okay. he, the, they would have to come to themselves and make this speech of how they're coming back all on their own, yeah. right? Accountability. That, yeah, they had to be accountable. So the prodigal son, he, he had did all this repenting in his heart already, right? And then he just, he, when he got home, he began that process of acting it out, that repentance to his father. And his father's like, you know, you've, you've were, in my opinion, one of the things that, that's going on here is the father's like, I know you're sorry. You wouldn't be back if you weren't. You would not be back if you weren't sorry. And as saints in church, when a backslider walks in those doors, we need to welcome them in a manner that's, look, yeah, you're, you've never, you've never not been a part of us. Yeah. I you've like never, that. yeah, you've never not been. There's your seat right there. Yeah, that this man, it was this, saved for you. Hey, welcome home. And, yeah. You know, welcome home. This is how we serve backsliders. We serve yeah. them. We don't treat them. You know, um, they've always been a part of the fold. They've always been a part of the family. They've never not been a part of the family. We've missed them. There's been an empty spot. 
Um, but we don't need to remind them of their sin. We don't need to ask questions about where they've been, what they've done. We got to stay away from that stuff because we can create further injury and further memory. And they're coming back and they're back because they want to get away from where there is. And, and the prodigal son, he looked at himself and he was like, man, I'm, I'm really messed up. I'm feeding pigs. We don't need anybody to describe, to help him describe the pigs. We don't need him to describe, uh, their backslidden actions. Um, and sometimes brethren and sisters that are in the church, if you see a backslider going down that road with people, help them divert that. You know, too, you can help them uh, respectfully divert, stay away from that conversation. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that's the way, the way that you help them see it is, I don't know if we can really help them see it. You know, we have to, we have to just, when they get here and they're here, let's welcome them with open arms. They know how to repent. If they're a backslider, they do know how to repent. Um, they just need to be loved. They need to be loved. They need to be served. Don't treat them distant. Don't, um, do any of those things. And again, in this instance, I think the father is still having, he, he's obviously a typology of God, of Jesus Christ. And so he accepts him with open arms kill the fatted calf and everything. I think the son, the second son might be a little more reminiscent of somebody who's not treating a backslider. Right. Um, and, and that is that in, in the verses, when the, the other son comes out, um, he kind of upset with the father because the father's, he, he's opened up the floodgates of love for his son. Yeah. You can tell it's a very emotional, uh, a reunion, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a very emotional reunion where that he and and I I can say I have seen backsliders come back, and it is it is great to watch them come back into the fold and you know sometimes it's a, it is a very it's it's hard to watch it because it's not sometimes in instances is not as graceful as you would hope where they come back and they jump right in sometimes they they you know they'll come for a week or two and then they're back out and. You know, but I'm just grateful to watch these these um, you know have that testimony where I've seen some come in and stick around, right? And, and they did everything. They, they held themselves accountable. They they had in mind their mind what they were going to do when they got back, and they carried it out. Um, but you know, it's it's no doubt uh, enticing when you kind of come back and you have a welcoming church, a welcoming Absolutely. pastor, welcoming servant leaders that, that yeah. want to help and serve. And if you're a servant leader in the church, you know what. If the if a person that comes back, let's say with before they backslid when they were in the church originally, let's say they were a musician or they were a singer or they were a lead usher or they were a Sunday school teacher or maybe it was a, a lay minister in the church. If you are a saint in the church, keep yourself away from thinking, well, I wonder how long they're going to be here until pastor uses yeah. them. Stay away from those thoughts. That is not anybody's responsibility but the pastor's responsibility. Um, if the pastor prays and God says, use him tomorrow, you know, well, God bless it. He'll use him tomorrow. But if you have been thinking, well, the pastor's just showing favoritism because he was a good bass player, or he was a good speaker. And so he wants his speaker back or this, stay away from that stuff. You're going to cause division and, and you're going to end up speaking some of that malice to others. And it's just going to create problems. So don't do that. Find a way to serve. Find a way to serve it. If the pastor chooses to use them uh, quickly, you know what? Hey, I'm so glad you're back. That You sound so good. 
Man, you're anointed. You're blessed by God. Let that fall in line. If the pastor chooses and says, hey, the rule's here, you come back, you wait six months, you wait a year. You know what? Hey, encourage them. Hey, keep fighting a good fight. Serve them. Serve that backslider. Bring them home. Get the word backslider off of them as soon as possible by serving them. Um, And that's the problem I think that the brother had is, you know, when when he came home, the, the, the prodigal son made it right with his father. His father killed the fatted calf. And instead of seeing a brother that came home, he saw a brother that was sleeping with harlots. He saw a brother that was just doing, he devoured all of his living and he didn't see what his father saw. And so it created, it created that problem. And it's just, we need to stay away from that example. Yeah. It's like the elder brother couldn't look yeah. past the sin. He couldn't. And, and you know, it's, it's crazy because we all, you know, we all fall short of the glory of God. And, and right. every single one of us can, you know, maybe some of us are better at, at disguising it or hiding it or whatever, but, you know, people walk in with sin every day in the church and that's what this place is for. Right. Is to come here and leave it at the altar and have God, you know, forgive us for that. So it's, it's amazing that, uh, you know, when we read this, his son is kind of looking on him with disdain and this is kind of like the bad example. This is what we don't want right. people in the church to be when, when the, the, when the backslider, when the prodigal son comes back home. Yeah, I think we would end up, we'd help a lot more backsliders and we'd, um, a lot more would come home if they knew, you know, when I go back to my father's house, I'm not going to be judged. I'm not, I'm not going to, people aren't going to judge me. You know what? They're going to love me and they're going to take me. They, you know, I know Jesus. You know what? Backsliders, and I know again because I backslid, um, they're more afraid sometimes the judgment of people than they are the judgment of God. Wow. They yeah. re- they really are because they know God's going to forgive them. They know God's been looking for them. They know God's had their His hand on them and has been trying to call them home. But when I go back home, everybody's going to judge me. Everybody's going to, you know. And so, but if we can create a culture where no, where the backslider slider feels served rather than judged or treated, um, we'll find a lot more coming home. We'll Man. find a lot more coming home and staying home. Can right? I? And I want to empathize with them. It's like, it's almost like I feel for for the for the backslider saying, "Well, hey, I know God's going to for me forgive me, but can you convince the saints that right. you forgave me? Right? You know, yeah. can you convince them that yeah. that you you let it go? So some of them should as well. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a good perspective. I Absolutely. appreciate that. That's Proverbs, yeah. Proverbs chapter seventeen verse nine says, "He that overcome, he that covereth a transgression, seeketh love, but he that repeateth a matter, separateth very friends. Hmm. He he that covers a transaction, he's that's gonna he's gonna I don't want to think about what he did. You know what? I, I'm I'm you know what God that's under the blood. It's yeah. under the blood. So I you know what? He's seeking out love. But a person that repeats a matter, well what that bad well hey man, you know that guy just came back, you know where he was at he was sleeping with a bunch of people. He was doing drugs. He was he was doing that. You you repeat that, you're, you're going to cause division. You're separating people. You're separating a brother and and or a sister, whoever it is, from feeling like they're back as a member of the family. I don't want someone to regain family membership. They never lost their family membership. Exactly, yeah. and they're home. And so let's celebrate. Let's kill yeah. the fatted calf. Let's. Yeah. You know, let's let's put the ring on his finger. Let's put the cloak 
of worship back upon him. Let's accept him back into the fold. And um, again, we'd have a lot of backsliders, I think, that would come back home if they were no longer afraid of how they might be judged. You know, it's and it's crazy because, I mean, I've heard this this um, passage of, of scriptures talking about the prodigal son many a times. And when I hear it, I love I love the happy ending to it. I love that, you know, you said it's a typology of what Jesus will forgive us and allow us back in the fold. But, you know, it's crazy to think that many of people that sit in, in a church pew that will read this and love the way this outcome is, and we will forget when, when it's a real life scenario. Right. And we have someone come back where we kind of talked where we can't look past sin, right? It's, it's unfortunate because we need to grasp and hold on to not only this typology and concept, but we need to embrace it because this is, this is growing in Christ. This it is, is, this is a, this is a very grown up lesson to kind of take it. Right. And, and I mean, there's so much benefit from just doing that, you know, it's a, it's a process of reconciliation. It is a process of reconciliation and God is the great reconciler. He puts things together. Um, and the same way he can restore a marriage and he can help a husband and wife forgive and move past it and be husband and wife again, it takes work. But God can also do that with people that backslide. Um, but just like a husband and wife also have to work the process of not judging each other when they're seeking forgiveness for their sin or for what the, for the sin they committed against one another, no matter which one it was, um, they're, they're seeking that forgiveness and working towards not doing that again. The other spouse can't treat them like they're going to do it again because otherwise they never make any pros- progress. When a backslider comes home and he seeks God, and God refills them with his spirit and they are back. We, we, we've got to stop with wanting to find out what happened, Amen. what went on. We've got to get away from that. We don't need to be the reminder of, well, remember what you went through last time you went. No, let's just let's let's cover up that transgression, let it go. It's under the blood and let's keep love and let's let's get away from division. I don't want to separate brothers and sisters. God's not for that kind of thing. Um and 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 let's just move forward. And that's what the father tells the second son. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad for this thy brother was dead and he's alive. Man. Yeah. He was lost and he's found. So yeah, yeah. you know we have let's this. Rejoice, let's party. Yeah, let's rejoice. Let's <laughs> party. We've we're we're a family again. We're complete. The backsliders come home. Yeah. He's not a backslider anymore. Uh, he he's he's always been a member of the family. He's been reconciled. Man, let's get to work and let's let's win some more souls. Let's. An, I build look a at it as another person to travail at the altars for somebody Absolutely. else. Absolutely, and it's just like you added that that other teammate that you were just waiting and needing. They came right back, and and the quicker we can, you know, serve them as they come back. I mean, you're going to be able to uh, put them back in the fold. And they're going to be a prayer warrior, and they're going to be praying for things that we need them to pray for. Um, and you know, this is. What, we kind of answered this question, but I do want to make sure we we really nail it. Um, how do we serve right. them when they come back? So how do, how we, do serve we serve? Them? How do we serve a backslider and serve them? Don't treat them. Amen. Serve yeah. them. Don't yeah, treat them. I love them. that we changed that that kind of that, that mindset. Right? You say, right. Don't treat them away. You serve them away. You serve them. <laughs> yep. serve them. You serve them. Serve them. Serve the backslider. Uh, if we can get this culture and that's servant leadership, if yeah. we can get this culture, we can. 
we can win a lot of people. We can restore a lot of uh, broken people that are torn. Hey, I'm 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 here for you. There's a lot. There's so many in the world that are maimed. Um, so many people that were apostolics that got bitter and they backslid or whatever it is, and they don't need someone to preach at them. They just they need someone to restore them, help them heal. They don't need to be preached to. They don't need to be told what they're doing is wrong or even, I mean, we hear it. I've heard it so many times where one person tells someone else, you know what you're doing is wrong. Just get back home. You know, leave that to the pastor to yeah. discern that. That, that that's what they need to do. As it's like a, some grandpappy advice, yeah, you know, yeah. which, you know, there's nothing wrong against grandpappies. I'm not attacking the grandpappies out there, but it's like that. that I think that takes a certain type of relationship. It does. And we're talking to the servant leaders, you know, we're talking yeah. to those that they may not have that rapport with, with the backslider. And, you know, along the lines of, of serve them, how to serve them when they come back, you know, we were kind of discussing this, but you, you there's a great amount of humble, humbleness, humility yeah. that's required, not only in the servant leader, but I mean, you kind of, you want to help the backslider come back and have right. that in their life too. You know, they're going to be, um, they shouldn't be, uh, you know, first off, we need to not make the environment where they have to defend themselves. Right. And, because we do, uh, if God forgives their sin, we need to forgive their sin as well. And so you kind of want to, uh, you know, and, and you can correct me um, if I'm saying this out of turn, but, you know, I think it is our obligation as a servant leader to help someone find that humility, that humbleness, and, and kind of grow that in them. Because right. as a servant leader, we've talked about in previous episodes that you need to have that. So if you don't have that tool, you've got to have humility. You've got to have, yep. humility. You gotta oh, have a humbleness about you because that's the only way you're going to be able to help a backslider and teach them how right. to have that in their life. Absolutely. You need, to, you need to be humble. You need to have humility. You need to be that the example of humility. Um, uh our, our backsliders, I believe God's concerned about them. There's passages that Jesus talks about, the uh, the shepherd that loses his sheep, the mm-hmm. lost coin. Um, so, and then the end of those, they're, they're, the Lord rejoices over one sinner that backslides. But remember, that verse is quoted with the fact that that was a sheep that was a part of the flock, and they wandered off, and they rejoice. And that's why, same way, heaven rejoices over one sinner. So that's used in the terms of this was a sheep in our flock. And that sheep wandered off and was lost. And the shepherd went out and brought them back. And if you go, if you do this from a ministerial standpoint, um, if you know, if you're an evangelist out there, you're someone that's inspiring to be an evangelist or a preacher. Um, how you treat backsliders when you go to that church is a big deal because remember, there's a shepherd there who's looking for that lost sheep. There is a shepherd there who wants that lost sheep to come home and he's going to put them on his back and he's going to love them and restore them. And so how we preach to them is really important because I want to preach them to an altar of repentance, not to a door of regret. I'm Mm. so sorry. I even came back to this church. I'm feeling so guilty. Um, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to hear this. You know, I, I came back to be restored, but I feel like I'm, I'm being judged. And I'm not saying that we have to be in charge of people's feelings, but we just need to be careful and mindful. Emotional intelligence. You've got to have You've some emotional, have emotional intelligence, intelligence to kind of separate yourself, but still realize like, Hey, we are helping this person heal, but I'm not in charge of, 
you know, being his bodyguard anytime somebody says exactly. something against him. But we are trying to, you know, nonetheless, yes. we are still trying to breed in the servant leader. If you're listening, right. you are a servant leader. I know you're seeking it. Uh, we are trying to, to kind of, uh, foster that and facilitate that thought that you, you know, you want to be able to be someone who uses emotional intelligence and directs and helps, leads, guides, right. teaches the, the backslider. Hey, this is your home. You know, your seat was just, it might still even be kind of warm, you know. Let me dust it yeah. up for you. <laughs> yeah, and get I, you back in that seat. Amen. Yeah, Proverbs chapter number twelve and um, verse number eighteen. It it says this: "There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, mm-hmm. but the tongue of the wise is health." Um. So there there are things that we can say if we're not careful that can pierce someone who's coming home like a sword. It can right. hurt them, and it's not supposed to. But the tongue of the wise is health. If you use your tongue the right way, you can really help people heal if you, if you do it right. So you got to have some emotional intelligence with the mm-hmm. things that you're saying. Don't let your emotions get the best of you um, when you're trying to serve a backslider. Uh, so that way they can not just come home but stay home and they feel like, you know, there's no place I'd rather be. In my father's house, there's rejoicing. The servants get better bread. Um, and, and that's, so I'd rather be there and, but the people that are here, let's treat them right or serve them right. It's definitely a different mentality to think about rather than treating someone, we're going to serve them. And if you can get into that kind of an attitude and that kind of a mode, then you can definitely, um, restore a lot more backsliders and keep them. Uh, and I know. There's probably a lot that can be said about this subject. There's a lot of different examples we can get. We can go from a lot of angles. Um, but I think the most important, I believe the most important angle that we can have is serve the backslider. Don't treat them. Serve them. Change your mindset from change to your serve. Mind. Yeah. Change your mindset. It's as powerful it. as saying, um, I can't. You know, just, no, change that to say, I won't. Right. Like, I can't pray. You know, an hour a day. Say I say I won't pray an hour. That's a, a day. yep. That's it's the same kind of little mind <laughs> trick you could play on yourself, but yep. it's it's powerful in a positive way. You know, it's it's you're not tricking yourself for evil. You're tricking yourself for good. Right. And here and again, yeah. Serve. I, how do I serve the backslider? It's <laughs> there's so many Love ways it. to attack this, and everybody has an opinion about this. But let me tell you the right opinion. The right opinion is serve the backslider. Amen. Yeah. Serve the backslider. They'll not just when the, when they come home, they're back. Serve them so that way they don't want to leave again. And then once once they get back to that point, you've restored a brother or sister, um, and and you've thus fulfilled the will of God for their life uh, by being a servant leader. Amen. This is a good one. I, I this is this is a subject that's near and dear to my heart, especially as a pastor. You know, we have so many people that walk through these doors, and we work with so many in our church, and I want them to feel. If they leave, if they choose, someone chooses to leave and not serve God, I want them to feel like when I come home, it's going to be like I never left. It's going to, they're going to, they're going to welcome me with open arms. Hey, we've missed you. Glad you're back. Awesome. Praise God. We're going to have a men's fellowship this week. And you coming? Because you're just a part of the flock. Men's breakfast. Yeah. Men's breakfast, whatever it is. You're just, you're just a part of us. And and it's going to be like you've never, you never went missing. Um, and so that this is a subject that should be near, and I believe it is near and dear to every pastor's heart, um, because we work with so many people, and 
The truth is you may think your pastor has forgotten you, but he's not. He has not forgotten you. He remembers you, and uh, uh, he wants to open he, he wants to welcome you with open arms. Amen. So this was good. I hope you got some nuggets out of this. Uh, I sure did, even just talking about it. it. It makes me want to pray for the backslider in a different way. You know, God, how can I serve the backslider? Amen, yeah. Um, and I, I hope you got something out of this. Amen. Tune in next week. Listen to us on the your favorite podcast, wherever you download podcasts. So we're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Spotify. Holy Ghost Radio Station uh, Holy Ghost two. Radio, yeah, Channel 2, Channel 5 two. p.m. Is it 5? It's 5 p.m.? 5 p.m. Yeah. Pacific time. Pacific time, yeah. Pacific <laughs> time every Monday. Um, uh, we've really enjoyed this. We're, we're, we're going into some deeper concepts. Um, hopefully we've got some interviews set up coming up really soon. I won't say their names because we've got to solidify that, but hopefully we're going to have some uh, coming to you really good of servant leaders. Uh, I'm very excited about hearing from our elders and those that have uh, grown the church by serving. Um, so you just, wherever your favorite podcast, download us, leave us some comments. Hey, coming up real soon too is we're going to start developing like this one page website uh, where it'll have an email and you can email us um, and, and, and email us your questions or give us your comments. Feedback. Feedback. Like Critique hear. us. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe um, we'll address some of them. You never know. Yeah. You, you got some, maybe, maybe we will address some. We definitely will. I know that, but um Listen to us. If you download our podcast, it helps us a lot if you get on there and um, leave us some feedback. Um, and and I'm I'm not. If it's not good, then it's not good. We'll take the criticism and we'll try to do better. Um, but if you like us, let us know, and then hopefully uh, we'll have that website up really soon, and we will um, uh, be able to take emails, take your comments and suggestions about some topics that you may want covered. And also hopefully we'll be developing like a Instagram page and stuff where people can follow some of our famous sayings. Um, we've really enjoyed this. So I think this is our 10th episode. Time is flying when we're having fun. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity for this platform. Holy ghost radio putting us on there. It's pretty cool. Uh, and this is, this is growing. So, uh, follow us, keep up and listen on. All right. God bless. Bless. Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program, or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app, or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.